with Sati Game and Sati Exist from around the entire world. Today, I have the privilege to be doing Shlaimi Zaltzman. Shlaimi, how you doing? I'm doing amazing. Pleased to meet you, Leili. Thank you so much <laughs> for reaching out to me. I'm honored. I'm privileged. Amazing. So happy to hear. All right. Before I start this interview, I wanted to say something. It was always a shtick that I asked the same questions to every interviewee. Um, though today, I've added and removed some questions. Okay, let's start. Can you please share with us a little bit about yourself, your hobbies, what do you enjoy doing? Let's hear. Okay, um, it's hard to know where to start, but uh, I guess I'll jump right in. Um, my name is Shlemy Zaltzman. First of all, it's a great honor to be on this podcast. I've seen your amazing work. You've done so. You've you've interviewed some amazing people. I'm not sure where my place is in the podcast is, you know, but I guess why not? I'll join, of course. Um, I am, as you can hear from my accent, British. I'm originally from Manchester. Uh, my accent's become a little American recently. I that's what happens when your wife and kids are all American. But uh, do do you know any British people? I don't. No? So am I the first British person you talk to? You are. It's really cool. Besides so Harry Potter, I'm the only guy, right? Yes. Let me let me pull out my wand. Here you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I came to America in 2018. And uh, and I I love music. I'm a musician. I'm a pianist um it's it's so hard to have I don't know I don't know what to I don't know where to start about myself there's lots to say and there's nothing to say you know what I mean yes I, I have a question for you Ooh. Sure. <laughs> so so where did you first of all where did you hear about me and second off what made you go into the podcast in the industry you're very good at it I'm very impressed I saw your work it was very I was like wow She's very good. <laughs> good questions, very confident, very enthusiastic. Baruch you did Hashem. a great job. Baruch Hashem. So actually, I was on the Jewish platform, and I watched the interview with you and Baruch Perlowitz, and I was like, wow, that, that was a really good interview. And then today, I was watching one of the videos on Gitflix, and I realized that you had a band, and you were very energetic, and it was the whole thing. I, I was I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I was like, you know what? I really should interview him. So today I contacted you and an hour later, you're here. Yes, yes. I'm like I'm that kind of guy. I'm a very spontaneous guy. You you either catch me now or you'll you won't hear from me for a month, kind of thing. Like if you catch me at the right time, I'm 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 fully ready to go for interviews, whatever works, you know. I love uh, it. You know, welcome. It's it's a very uh, common personality in the music industry and in the artist industry. We're very spontaneous people. You know what the word spontaneous means? Yeah, it means like you don't know when, where. You're just doing it right now. That's good. Well described. Yes. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure if I googled it, it would it would give like a very detailed response. But but that's pretty right. much. It, I think I don't know the exact uh, definition, but for for the most part, that's that's. I like it. spontaneous people. I don't like the people who like schedule their interviews in two months from now. No, it doesn't, work. It doesn't I, I, work. I don't have a schedule, you know, just, you know, I don't even remember what I had for lunch. Never mind schedule. <laughs> yes. 
All right. Um, you were in a band called Zots. How did you get into such an intense job? And what's the story behind you? What's the story behind me? Um, oof, big, big, big topics. <laughs> uh, whoa, okay. I'm terrible at interviews, by the we way. Want to hear the, we want to hear the juice. It's okay. Pretend you're having a, dish, a conversation with me and you, and no one's watching. Okay, perfect. I, I don't I don't know how to do show business. I, I try to just be myself, you know? I'm not saying that. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be chubby. Okay. I always get my foot in my mouth. So forgive me if I do anything, say anything crazy. You can always cut it out after, okay? Amazing. You can always go beep. <laughs> um, okay, so, so like I said, 2018, I came to America. Um, I was, I was, it was before I was married. Um, I stayed by my uncle and aunt in Muncie. Muncie, New York. I lived there for 18 months. It was a, it was a very nice, they very kind to me for taking me on, taking uh, for inviting me to their home. I was I was literally like a son to them. Um, and I started to, you know, I, I was always involved in music, especially when I was in Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael, um, which was, we're going back close to 10 years ago. Um, wow, I make myself feel so old. I'm just 27, but you know, the, the fact is that, you know, when I, what was it, 18, 19, I was in Eretz Yisrael. That's when I started. Always loved music, but act, when I actually made it happen in Eretz Yisrael when I met a few, I met a guy called Geshe Schwartz. By the way, he's an amazing guy to interview. If you think I'm funny, this guy, <laughs> he's me on steroids, okay? So, so you, the next person you should email is Geshe, and he, he, he'll he enjoy it. He'll he'll be more Send me his happy. email. Send me his email. I'll send you his WhatsApp email. He's a little, he's a little harder to get hold of than me. It's a little more spontaneous, but if you get a hold of him, then it'll be it'll be a <laughs> most viewed interview. Um, so I met two people there. A guy called Srili Lipschitz. Don't if you you know the song Okay, a few years ago it was a very big hit. It's you know in the Hamisha world, not in the Chabad world. Um, maybe in the Chabad world. I don't know. Um, but everyone uh, listens to the same songs and one thing is like Chabad has their own songs no I heard I probably heard it I just don't remember yeah Who, who's your favorite singers Ooh, that's a controversial question Ooh, la, la. that's a good question okay who, how about this who do you like to listen to most that's a really good question that's a really good question I don't know yeah, if you would ask me that question, I wouldn't have an answer either. You should have. <laughs> I it, like every singer. It's based, It's like a weekly basis. It changes every week for me. Exactly. Like, yeah. like there's no there's no one singer I listen to forever. I'm the kind of guy where I'll listen to this singer and I think this is the singer I'm going to listen to for the rest of my life. And two days later, I'm sick of them. Oh, um, so it I, depends what song. It depends what they sing. True. Okay. Awesome. So we're on the same page. <laughs> um, so... So I came to America, uh, so, so in Eretz Yisrael. I, I said the similar things in the Baruch Pelowitz mm-hmm. thing, but why not? It's good to have a recap. It um, is. Nothing, nothing changed much for my life. You know, <laughs> thank God my parents just been, you know, much busier, thank God, since then. Um, so then I got to know a few people. I started working in a studio. I started to get a connection with the industry. I made a goal for myself. Um when I was in Yeshiva, I am going to let every single person in the music industry know who I am. I'm going <laughs> to be in touch with everyone. It came across as harassment 
<laughs> I used to make people crazy in email. I sometimes like when I'm bored at night, I'll pull out my emails and I'll look at all the crazy emails I sent singers. <laughs> like I would send like MBD and Yakov Shweki, like the most crazy emails ever. But the fact is, you know, I got their attention. They responded to me, you know, so why not? <laughs> um, and now when I when 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 I see them, I'm all embarrassed, you know, because they remember. Oh but, no. Oh no, yeah. You have to you have to be careful what you say to people. You never know where you're gonna be in 10 years. It's um, true. Yeah. So uh so that's so so Baruch Hashem, I got to know everybody, I got to know a lot of people there. I I I wrote songs then. Um, I don't do much composing anymore. I make music now. Um, so what's interesting, my demos, my demos for my music, I used to, I used to work so hard on them. Usually you're not meant to work hard on them. You meant to just get like a piano, sing your song, and send it via email and say a quick capital to Hillen. Um, <laughs> but I used to arrange them, like fully make them crazy productions like you heard on the cds and I, I purposely did that so people will know that i'm not only a composer i produce music as well i'm giving away all my secrets <laughs> um so yeah that that's uh, so that's that's so that's kind of how it all started without getting into random details you know <laughs> whoa um, what's something you love about this job oh i have to think you can think the problem is the big the big issue with with uh, making your hobby into a job <laughs> that it, it becomes a stress as opposed to um you know you see me on the, you know what how about this you see me on the videos I'm so excited I'm jumping around I'm ex I'm getting involved I'm singing along with my band um it's not it's not all roses and uh you know it's not all fun hunky dory stuff you know it's it, true. Uh, yeah it's uh it's uh it, it's real life you know what I mean so yeah. back to the question um <laughs> what's one thing I love about this job Oof. I'm trying to see is my silence um because I have nothing or my silence <laughs> is because there's so many things <laughs> um <laughs> which one is it probably the first one <laughs> but I no let's let's think okay let's think what do I enjoy about this job um I love the people I work with I Baruch Hashem created or Hashem helped me create a very close unit of friends my band members my manager my stage manager my sound crew they're they're all my best friends and we have a great time together um I love that um you know what I think one of the most amazing things about my job is, okay, so I take back what I said before. There's plenty, there's plenty of things. Uh, one of the most amazing things about my job is um, that there's instant gratification, which is a good thing and a bad thing in a way. The good thing is, is that when I get on stage and we play, people are just like watching. And I see, I notice everybody. I make as, yeah. if, I make as if I don't notice anybody. <laughs> I, I see everybody. I see everyone's reactions. I was at an event a few days ago and we played the song A Toast to Life. You know, A Toast to Life. Yeah. We said, so we have a video called A Toast with Zaltz. You should check it out. It's a good video <laughs> with Moshi Tischler. Um, so there's, so it's, it's, we kind of changed the words A Toast to Life to A Toast with Zaltz, you know, Lechaim with the band. That's um, so cute. Yeah. It was, I think, I think my manager came up with the idea or we came up with it together. He's a very creative guy, Chesky Herzog. Um, so, 
so 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 I was we were playing it a few days ago and at Bar Mitzvah, beautiful Bar Mitzvah we did Baruch Hashem, and um, I saw this Bacha by the the pre-chorus, boom, 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 and he was like this, boom, boom. He was following every hit of the band. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that there's people out there who know our every move, our every. It it, it it's it was such a. Like I wanted to get eye contact with him to say I notice and I appreciate that. I'm like I like I was looking at him. He was like this, boom, boom, like he was following the whole arrangement, every single nuance we do based off the video. And I was I was I was like, wow, these people they they they, they you know they enjoy music. They really enjoy the bands and and it's amazing, you know. Yeah. Wow. How do you deal with pressure and stressful situations? Who says I deal with it? how do i i got much better as time went along i got much better these questions are good i'm very impressed um you you know how to get me in a place i'm not used to (laughs) um how do i deal with the pressure it's 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 stressful but again also i i've created an incredible team hashem has helped me create an incredible team that take a lot of the pressure off my shoulders you know Although I'm the founder of my band, uh, but I don't look at it that way. I, I I I think I have a boss. My manager is my boss. He tells me what to do. He he, he deals with entire. He deals deals with the entire um, the the what's it called again? Off the stage or the back and the forth. The pressure is intense because I, I the, the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes. It's also in the front of the scenes. You know, it's as it's happening. You know. The pressure is intense. Every single guy that comes up to me and wants a different song, he thinks he's the only guy that came up to me that night. He doesn't realize that he's the 100th person to come up to me and I'm just one person. Yeah. How, am I, how am I to handle this? So right. I have to talk to myself a lot and say, let me relax, chill out. You got this. You know, it's, 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 it's okay. You're here, you're here for them. You're here to be Mahana them and to make this some amazing. And, you know... Uh, only once or twice did I ever did I ever say what was on my mind, <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. One guy came up to me recently, and he says, you "Need to make the volume louder. It's not loud enough." So, if you understand how a band works, I can't control that. The sound guy with the whole mixing board, right. he has the volumes and everything. So I pointed towards the sound guy. I, by the way, I have this on video. My friend sent this to me. Like I'm embarrassed. I pointed to the sound guy. I'm like, speak to him. I'm busy playing. I need to run a band. I haven't got time to schmooze with you. You know what I mean? Um, So he obviously didn't understand what I was saying. So I kept on pointing, speak to the sound guy. (laughs) I just cracked. I was like, what do you want me to do? Should I turn my keyboard up? Do you want me like, like, what do you, like I made a whole drama out of it. Um, Like, I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm I'm not a magician, you know, pull out, pull out my wand, you know? Um, But uh that, that was one of the only times, uh, another time, another time a bacha came up to me, it was the first song in the second dance, the second dance, everyone was dancing, it was one of the biggest yeah. weddings I ever did, hundreds and hundreds of people, it was magical in the air, a whole yeshiva came, a bacha told me, there's this rabbi here, he wants me to play yomim, yomim, they're busy dancing, they're busy dancing, you know, you know, they're dancing away and everything, and now you want me to do your complete different tempo and everything and ruin the entire wedding. So I said to him, I said to him, you want to ruin the entire wedding? You want to, 
you 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 want to have that on your shoulders everyone's dancing so nicely and because your private Rebbe came you want to play young because you want to make him happy but uh those were the only two times that ever gave people a piece of my mind oh no who's somebody you really <laughs> admire and really look up to um <laughs> The, the silence is because there's so many okay good how about this I'll, I'll tell you something interesting i'll tell you the controversial answer i'll tell you the answer that people don't tell you they say the famous line never get to know your role model never get to know your celebrity crush whatever that is why because you'll realize they're very human they're very normal and they have they have challenges just like you, you know? Like when I was a boy, I listened to all the Jewish singers and everything. I dreamed of meeting them, talking to them, and everything. And now I'm close with most of them, you know. <laughs> I can just yeah. I can just pick up the phone now to should I, should I give a flex. I can just call Freed now. Around Freed now. No oh, problem. wanna give me his number? Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, I don't think he'll answer uh, <laughs> me. I don't think he'll answer me, but I, I, I can call Avram Freed if I want to. Ten years ago, I would give my right hand to be able to speak to Avram Freed. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And he, he, he happens to be someone who I, I admire tremendously. So once I got to know all the singers and everything, all the, the, the big Jewish celebrities, then then I realized that they're just human like everyone else. They they it, in every single way, just like you are, all the thoughts that go through your mind go through their mind, you know? There's no exception. 100%. Yeah. It's true. By the way, you are the fourth singer I interviewed that said they admire Avon Free the most. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's amazing. I'm not a singer. If I, if I, if I'm I sing, like, if I sang, all, all the glass doors in your house would break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a musician, fourth, fourth mu music guy. Yeah. Avram yeah. Free, there's something very special about him. I, I think it's a big, big credit. You're going to appreciate this. A big credit to Chabad. There's something about Chabad singers that are very special. <laughs> There's a lot of incredible. I, Benny Friedman, Yoni Z, Ellie Marcus. Forgive me if I'm forgetting. There must be, there must be, Avram Fried. There's got to be someone else in Crown Heights who I'm missing. <laughs> who else? Do you know any other? I think I, think I covered all the main guys. Yeah, you covered um, all the main ones. They're all, they're all very special people. I have a special place for Chabad in my heart. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, you're very lucky. You're very you're lucky to be part of an incredible uh, section in Yiddishkeit. Um, so who 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 do I admire tremendously in the music industry? Um, it's it's so hard to think who it is. I think I admire I admire for the most part everybody. I for the most part there's some there's a I, I think it's also important I don't go into names, you know, like yes. I gotta be careful because <laughs> your podcast is gonna go around and I have to, I have to watch what I say. I, I have to behave, you know. I have a tendency to put my foot in my mouth. So uh not <laughs> you know the term put your foot in your mouth, yeah. I don't. This is the first oh. time I'm hearing it. Let me Google it. Let me Google it. Okay. Foot in your mouth. Put one's foot in your mouth. What does it mean? It means to say or do something you should have not said, <laughs> basically. Aha. That's what it means. Very nice. Um, I don't know whether to, basically I say a lot of crazy things. Now um, you're good. Okay, awesome. All right. <laughs> what else is on the table for tonight? 
What is your most best and crazy memory throughout this adventure? You said a lot, but you can say another one. Yeah, I talk a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they say they gave nine portions of, there's 10 portions of, of speech that came down to the world and nine portions women took. Somehow I, I, I ended up being in the women's line instead of the men's line. Um, so... So, so what's one of the craziest memories ever? The first thing that comes to mind. In in so, what do you mean, craziest memories in life or in music? In life, in music, in oh, so I was gonna say something. The classic story I usually say. <laughs> I'll say a different story. I had a close friend of mine. I have two friends of mine who passed away, but one of my close friends of mine who passed away in the end of twenty eighteen. Um, he was, he had Yanamachla, he was married, lovely guy, his name was Madchazev Breuer. So, um, two weeks before he passed away, I was, I was in his house, we were sitting down together, we were schmoozing and everything. I didn't think for the life of me that this was his last two weeks, you know? Um, two weeks later, I hadn't been in touch with him much. Two weeks later, I was driving down the street in Muncie and, um, this crazy thought came to my mind. I have to visit Montrezeb. I have to go visit him. I didn't know why. Like, I felt very guilty. I hadn't visited him and everything. I quickly messaged his wife. I said, hi, can I come visit your husband? He also lived, they also lived in Mansi. Um, She said, yes, come quickly. I'm like, okay. I was, oh my gosh. I quickly texted my friend. At the time we were in Mansi together, Moishi Tischler. He's a great guy, great singer. Um, I said, Moshe, you want to come? You want to come play some music for my friend? So he's like, Yeah, why not? Let's go. So we went. I opened. Uh, I knock on the door, and his wife, who's a very strong lady, she has a lot of. She was an incredible woman. She, she, you never saw her cry. I'm not saying strength has anything to do with crying. Many strong people who cry. That's true. Uh, it's healthy to cry. I don't it's... know why. I don't know why people are scared to cry. When was the last time I cried? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, in the past two weeks i cried why not big grown man crying why not it's healthy um so i'm not going to talk too much about crying um she opens the door and there she is crying and she says come in this might be the last time you see him i couldn't believe that i was so shaken i came in and he, i went into his bedroom there was quite a few people there sitting around his room i still have a video of it and he was no longer talking to anyone. He was no longer, he wasn't pretty, he, he wasn't very conscious at all, nothing. And apparently the last time he ever sat up and looked at someone was to me. I don't know no. why. Yeah. He, I remember the feeling. I, me, I remember when I walked in and he lifted himself up. He was, he was skinnier than bones. The guy couldn't eat anymore. They, whatever. I guess after the interview, I'll tell you details, but not that you want to hear but just just pointless to say um and it was very uh, uh he looked up at me and he went like this pointed to come you know come into the room we played music and we were all you know crying together it was very very it was a very one of one of the biggest you know biggest memories one of the most impactful yeah. memories of my life you know definitely i remember remember and he, he lost conscious an hour later that means as he was if he wasn't alive um and he 
for the next 12 hours, he was just lying there in his bedroom, mm -hmm. we all sang for him and everything. And I was next to him when he passed away, an hour before he passed away. So for 12 hours, he hadn't moved. He was just lying there sleeping. Oh my gosh. An hour before he passes away, he threw his sitters like that at himself. And he had his sitters covering him. No one can understand what happened. It was uh, the, the, the weirdest thing ever. But, you know, like you could see that he was having, like he was a lot going on inside him that he wasn't expressing, you know? Whoa. I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not traumatizing you. No, you're not traumatizing me. It's a this crazy is, story. Yeah, it was uh, definitely, um, and he passed away next to me. And, and it's, it's not that scary when someone passed away, although the, the pain is when you miss him, miss the person so much. Exactly. You know, you know what death is? Death is the lack of life. It's just. Right, yeah. He was just sleeping there. That's it. Nothing. Nothing major happened. He was just sleeping peacefully. So, you know, they say two things that are guaranteed in life. By the way, any British guy you talk to, death is going to come up. We're very dark people. <laughs> uh, wow. The two, the two definite things in life are taxes and death. That's it. <laughs> I saw that meme yesterday, actually. Interesting. Anyway, okay, I'm talking too much. What else is new? <laughs> You tell, okay. me when you, you tell me when it's too much. There's two more questions. Two more questions. Yeah. Ready? I'm here for your people. Okay. What is your most best and crazy memory throughout this adventure? Wait, I already said that. Sorry. What are your dreams? What's something that you want to accomplish? What do I want to accomplish? Whoa. I want to be happy. I want to be, I want to be internally happy with whatever happens in life. How's that? Love it. I remember. I I tell you something vulnerable and personal. If I haven't <laughs> told you enough stuff, <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago. If I would play in the Brightstone, the Brightstone is a whole local. I would get so excited. I'd be so like thrilled. Oh my gosh, seven piece band in the Brightstone. On average, I'm there a few times a month nowadays, and we're doing. 14, 15 piece bands there. And I, I said a comment to myself. I said, I said two years ago, this would get me so excited. And I'm not even sure why now I have no excitement for it. Like, of course, I'm a very, I'm a very passionate musician. And I give, I, I have to clear, I have to say this clearly that I, I give my love and, and love and joy, everything towards my music and performing and the band and everything. And you feel it when you're at the wedding. But I, you know, the, the, the moral of the story is that is that you can have everything in your life, everything you dreamed 10 years ago. I would dream of performing with my band in America, my little British boy, you know, America. Whoa, America, the, for the English people, they think there's gold on the floor in America. You know, we, we think this is the magical place to be, you know, and now, and like now I'll do a huge band and I would still like, I would be like, yeah, just like a regular day. So my Yeah, it's the same with me. It's like with my interviews now. I used to be very excited. Every interview, as time went by, I was like, okay, another interview. I got to like entertain all my fans. Yeah, you get you get used to luxuries. It's incredible. Like it, it's, it's, it's the way of life, I guess. And I just, my, my goal for my goal for, for my life is to be happy with the small things. You know what I mean? You know what? I like that. I hope, you know, I, I, it's what I aspire to. I'm not holding there yet, but we'll get there. Right. I love it. What is Thank a life lesson 
that you can teach us. What's a life lesson that you can that I can teach it? I, I think I think based off the last point, you know, <laughs> um, that you can have all the blessings in the world. You know, somehow we 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 think that celebrities and people who are popular and famous have all the happiness in the world. It couldn't be further from the truth. It's 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 yes. I I. I I don't look at myself as a celebrity, although I am somewhat of a public figure. I don't look at my celebrity like Barry Weber or like like a Freed. I don't look at myself like that because I'm not. I'm just a band leader, although my band is very popular. I'm just a band leader, um, but I've got gotten to know so many famous people and realized that you know that happiness is within, and and it's from the small things in life. It's it's when you put your kindlech to sleep at night. You know, it's I have two little cute little girlies. It's it's the small conversations with your wife, your husband. It's the small little things that uh, that bring the real joy in life. You know, it's it's uh, it's not the grand uh, thousands of people surrounding you, excited and uh, you know. You want to be a celebrity at home. You don't want to be a celebrity in, in public. You want everyone in your house to say, "Yay, Daddy's here!" <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know how many, you know how many famous people I know that when they walk out in the street, and everyone's can I take a selfie, can I take a photo, can everything. When they get home, the family won't even look at them. You know that this is true. Yeah, it's true. 100%. You want to be a celebrity in your house. You know, um, don't get me wrong. This, I've yet to find uh, um, someone in the industry who's not who's not amazing there's so many amazing people and are happy to give you all the numbers and contact details uh, anyone you like to speak to happy to help thank you so much okay Shlami thank you so much for joining this beautiful wonderful amazing elevate yourself interview guys for more interviews please press the number below and have an amazing day and don't forget to elevate the planet